0: So glad you could join us for the mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family, and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you, and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. Thank you, Steve, and uh, good morning. Uh, for those who uh, I have not had the opportunity to meet yet, my name is—oops, uh, my name is not oops. My name is Nick. Uh, it's my joy to be the pastor here at Yas Community Baptist Church, and so. If you're here for the first time this morning, uh, I hope you feel most welcome. Uh, If you're here for the thousandth time this morning, I also hope you feel most welcome. Um, We're here on a Sunday that's uh, always an interesting one. It's between... Christmas and New Year, it's kind of like a twilighty zone uh, between uh, Christmas and New Year. It's uh, uh, we, We've been way ahead of ourselves this year, and on Boxing Day, the Christmas decorations came down, uh, the tree was gone, um, and so, but for most of us, and most years uh, in our house as well, uh, it's this season where the Christmas decorations are still out, but you've done Christmas, and, and so... Uh, You're about to head into a new year, and I'm sure each of us have different uh, kind of moments. That's the trigger for, let's pack up the Christmas decorations. Uh, For some people, it's New Year. For some people, it's the point where they realize the next Christmas is actually closer than the last one. Uh, So for the sake of dignity, they're going to remove uh, their Christmas decorations. Um, We we went for a walk uh, on Christmas Day um, with our children and, and our visiting relatives to some of the... Uh, more elaborate lighting displays in Yas. Uh, we realised we'd timed our run a little bit too early, um, so we had to stand around and wait for about half an hour for it to be dark enough for them to turn it on. Um, but the man who did that up on, um, across from the high school, uh, up on Grampian Street there, 8.30pm uh, is the time, and it's still available until New Year's Day. But he said midnight, New Year's Eve, is when that gets cut off. Um, it all gets turned off, and the next day it gets packed up. Um, and and so we're in this space between Christmas and New Year it's not yet the new year we're not yet into the newness of 2020 Uh, I'm wondering when we can drop the 20 part and just get back to what I liked about the 90s we didn't need to say 1990 something it was just 95 Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the 20s is when we can get back to that but we're not yet there yet but we've done kind of the end of year stuff uh, and so it's a perfect opportunity for us on this Sunday to, to kind of reflect on where has God led us through the year and, and where is he leading us into the new year? What has God done throughout 2019 in our lives and, and, and where are we heading as, as individuals, as followers of God in 2020? Uh, and so if we throw up that first slide, what I want to talk about this morning is remembering well. Well. And by that i don 't mean having a good memory. Uh, remembering well isn 't really just about having a good memory it 's about choosing to remember well, choosing to remember through god 's eyes and remembering how he would have us remember um, and so this morning i 'm going to if those who are used to using the u version event uh, there 's nothing up there this morning, but I do have some uh, some handouts for you just to help you reflect on this. So I'm just going to dump a pile uh, for you to hand back through your rows. Um, Rachel, if there's not enough of these, could you grab one and photocopy um, for there to be more? Um, If you brought a pen with you this morning, that's great. If you didn't bring a pen, um, I'm going to ask Miriam... To uh, walk around. And so if you'd like a pen, uh, Miriam has graciously volunteered to uh, bring some pens around. And so you just wave at Miriam as she comes around. Uh, don't panic. You don't need your sheet right at the start. Um, so this is just going to help us to reflect on 2019. So we're going to do things a little bit different this morning. Uh going to just have a shorter uh, time of, of reflecting biblically uh, and, and on the year that's been. Uh, and then we're going to have a more extended time of testimony. So if you came with a testimony this morning, and you got a little bit grumpy at Steve because he blew right through testimony time without doing testimonies, he was asked to because we're going to have a longer time of testimonies this morning. But we're going to do that around thinking around remembering well. And so the passage that Steve read for us is, is a moment when Israel, after being... Uh, freed from slavery in Egypt after journeying through the wilderness and, and, and having some struggles with faithfulness and, and, and disobedience and, and getting to the edge of the promised land and then not trusting God and so getting to spend another 40 years wandering the promised land. They're in this moment where they've crossed over. What happened was that they were edge of, at the edge of the Jordan River uh, in the season of flood, when the Jordan is swelled up and, and, and full and flowing and, and, and not possible to cross. But God miraculously showed up and stopped the flow of the Jordan so that the entire nation of Israel could cross over on dry land. And so they're in this moment where, after centuries of promise, we're after centuries of slavery in Egypt where after four decades of wandering the wilderness, the desert, learning to trust God, they've crossed over into the promised land through a miraculous act of God. And so in a sense, they're in this moment where they're in between as well. They haven't had Christmas yet. That's still awaiting thousands of years to come. But they're in this moment where they are finally finished with the wilderness they've crossed the Jordan River but they haven't yet started the new promised land life yes they're in the promised land but they haven't really had the opportunity yet to begin that life and so God pauses them for this moment through their leader at this time Joshua and in this transition space between the old and the new he encourages them to remember well And so he he asked them to set up a monument. And so uh, through Joshua's uh, leading, God speaks to Joshua and Joshua leads the people. And so Joshua leads each tribe to have one leader go and collect a stone from the middle of the Jordan River and they piled it up. Um, I don't know if it looked anything like this, but uh, it was a pile of rocks from the very uh, bed of the Jordan River. And so God says of this pile of rocks uh, that it would be a monument for the people, the, a memorial, uh, a trigger to remember for the people of Israel forever. He, he wants them to remember well what, what He has done for them. And so in verses 6 and 7, uh, it says, In the future, when your children ask you. And I just want to grab that for a moment to say, remembering well doesn't mean just keeping it all in your own noggin. When we remember the acts of God well in our life, it involves telling other people about it, especially the next generation. So in the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Mum, Dad, what's the deal with that pile of rocks over there? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant Of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. And so God wants his people to remember what he has done for them. And so in this transition space, when they've left the old, the oldest finished, 2019 is done. They've crossed the river, but but 2020 hasn't yet started. They haven't yet started living the promised land life. They're still in the same tents. They're still set up the same way. They haven't yet conquered uh, the enemies of God in Canaan. They haven't yet taken possession of the land. They're just in it. God wants them to pause and Remember? And if you think about it, it's a little bit like uh, the the act of remembrance that Jesus has given us, communion. When did Jesus give that? When did he give this act of of celebrating the new life we have in Christ? It, It wasn't after the cross and the resurrection and the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. It was on the night he was betrayed. It's on the eve of of humanity entering into this new relationship with God before they've actually begun to live it out, Jesus wants us to remember well what he's about to do, which was giving his life as a ransom for many. And so it is appropriate as we journey from one year into the next that we remember well God's work in 2019 in our lives. And so as a template, we're going, as I said, we're going to share some, some testimony. We're going to have opportunity for, for, for people to share. But as a template to help us think about, well, what has God done in my life? I want us to think about, well, what did God do for Israel leading up to this moment? And so the first thing I want us to think about is this miracle that happened of crossing the Jordan didn't happen in a vacuum. Hundreds and hundreds of years before, God promised Abraham that his descendants would have this land and then you know, his family grew and, and, and moved to uh, Egypt, which was God's work, but then they ended up enslaved for hundreds of years. But, but then they also, once God delivered them, from Egypt, spent 40 years in the wilderness. God brought them through so much before that miraculous moment of crossing into the promised land. And so some of us might be thinking, well, this year has been a horrible year. I don't want to remember it at all. Or maybe it's been an okay year, but there's things about this year that were hard and horrible that you just don't want to remember. Things like walking through the wilderness for 40 years. Things like being enslaved in Egypt. Things like your own stuff-ups, like building a golden calf and deciding that it was now your God because Moses took a little bit too long on the hill. But I want to encourage us as we remember 2019, a big part of our testimony is that we're still here. We still have, we sang a song, it's God's breath in my lungs. We're still here and we still have breath in our lungs, thanks to God. And so part of our testimony, part of what we want to remember well for 2019 is not just the mountaintop moments, not just that moment of leaving Egypt under the power of God, not just the crossing of the Jordan, but we want to remember well what was hard and difficult, and not fun about 2019? What has God brought you through? Because he's promised, and we spent some time exploring that as a church this year, he's promised that he will always be with us. And in fact, the times when God seems absent is that when he's most present present and at work in our lives. And and so what has God brought you through in 2019? And so if you've got one of those sheets and you've got a pen, just you can feel free to go for it now and just start to jot stuff down. You don't have to wait for me to stop talking. If you don't have one of those sheets or you don't have a pen but you've got a phone, just encourage you to start to process, what has God brought me through this year? Because so often we think of testimony as which it is, the miraculous healing, the, 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 the miraculous deliverance, the crossing of the Jordan on dry ground. But, but so much of what God has done in our life is just to be present with us and bring us through. If you ever need some, some confidence to, to know that God will be with you no matter what, even through your own stuff-ups, then we just need to look at that golden calf story. If you don't know the story, uh, God had freed Israel from slavery in Egypt through his almighty power. They they had their first experience of crossing a body of water on dry ground through the middle of it. They they were free. And God called their leader Moses up onto the mountaintop uh, to encounter him. And and this was a time where God gave the, the Ten Commandments. God kind of set out the pattern of life now free from slavery and as with God as their king but God's people got impatient with Moses bent up on the mountain and so they melted down everything they had that they could find was gold and made a calf and started to worship it you know I know there's some time and space but if you read through the story of Exodus it feels like minutes after God has shown up in some of the most powerful ways we read in scripture they're deciding to worship a golden calf But yet we stand just over 40 years later and God has been faithful to his promise. Israel are in the promised land. God has not forsaken them. He is still present with them. And so for some of us, our our, our testimony of 2019 is, I stuffed up over and over again. I don't know anyone in our church family, and I'm gonna presume this of our, our visitors this morning, that you haven't actually cast a, a golden calf and worshipped it this year. But you might be thinking, yeah, I've not I've not been faithful to God this year. I don't really have a testimony of two thousand and nineteen because you know I've I've not really walked with God this year. Well I want to encourage you that your testimony is through all of that, God is still with you. You are still here. He still brought you here this morning because He still cares about you. He still loves you. He still wants to be with you. And so what has God brought you through in 2019? That's, that's part of what I want us to share this morning. But then, of course, there is this miraculous moment. And this wasn't the only miraculous moment for Israel. Far from it. God had shown up in so many miraculous ways in the life of the nation of Israel already. But they stand on the border of the the land that God has promised them with a raging river between them and the other side. No way to cross. And so a lot of us have probably been there this year or at least at some point in our life where it feels like we're so close to the promises of God. We're so near, we can see, we can look across and see the promised land, we can see the milk and the honey just flowing, which I don't know what that really looks like in a literal sense, a land flowing as milk and honey. Um, But some of us have been there that, that we've looked across and we're so close, but there's no way of getting there in our own strength. And then God shows up. And just as the previous generation had the experience of crossing the Red Sea on the Dead Sea, on no, Red Sea, confusing myself, on dry land, this new generation has the opportunity to cross the Jordan on dry land. God stops up the flow of the Jordan so that they can walk across. God showed up in a miraculous way. And so our testimony of 2019, of what God's done in our life, isn't just the miraculous, but we can't forget the miraculous. And so I want you to consider, I want you to think about, what ways have God shown up in in power? What ways has God brought breakthrough that was beyond a natural planning a natural effort in your own life. What ways has God shown up miraculously in your life this year? Maybe that was something as spectacular as the dry, as the Jordan stopping its flow. Maybe it was a miraculous healing. Maybe it was miraculous provision when you really needed it. Or, or, or maybe it was just something else that mightn't seem as spectacular. But you know... In your heart, that, that, was, that was none but God showing up in my life. How has God shown up in miraculous ways in your life this year? It's part of what I want you to think about. And so if you've got the paper or you've got a phone to take notes on, I encourage you just, just to start to think about how has God shown up in ways that I can't explain in the natural this year? And the final kind of rock, the final stone I want you to encourage to think about putting on your pile of rocks to remember 2019 is, is thinking about what land is he leading you into? What promises can you see that have been fulfilled in 2019 or, or are, are on the verge of being fulfilled in 2020? So the promised land for Israel wasn't just a nice place to live. It was the fulfillment of centuries-old promises of God to his people. But the promised land wasn't like a happy holiday park either. There was enemies to overcome. There was trials to face. There was struggles before it was truly theirs. The promised land wasn't easy. It was what God had promised. But it also represented a shift in how God was going to work in their life. See, in the wilderness, for for four decades, God had shown up every day with manna on the ground. They had to just merely go out and collect it. They boiled some of it. They baked some of it, it said. And they could trust that the next day there'd be more menna. And if they collected too much, it would go off and they'd have to go out and collect more the next day anyway, except for on uh, the day before the Sabbath, they were able to collect twice as much as they needed for two days and it lasted. And, and so Israel spent these four decades learning day by day to trust supernatural provision from God. But now they're on the other side of the Jordan and, and the scriptures say that Now they're going to have to plant and sow and till the soil and harvest. And the scriptures say that, it's said in this way in Deuteronomy, it says that this is no less the provision of God than manna on the ground. And so some of us might be seeing a transition. You've been in one season of God providing for you, but now he's inviting you into a different season. You might have been in, in one kind of pattern of life and now you've entered into, or you're about to enter into a different pattern of life. What land is he leading you into? Or put it a, to put it another way, what promises is God fulfilling and what challenges do you see lie ahead for you in 2020? Remembering well is not about having good memory. It's about choosing to remember the right things in the right perspective. And so in a few moments' time, we're going to have an opportunity to share, to give glory to God. As I said, it starts with not just keeping it to ourselves. It begins with acknowledging what God has done in our life, but, but not just keeping it to ourselves, but sharing it with others. So we're going to have a time of sharing, of encouraging one another with what God has done in 2019. And so once again, what has God brought you through? How has God shown up in miraculous ways? And what land is he leading you into? Um, The team are going to come and lead us in in one more worship song. Um, I'm going to say you can feel free to to sit or stand, but if you want to take the opportunity of this song just to spend some more time in reflection uh, around those questions before we have a time of sharing, um, that is totally fine. I'm going to pray uh, that God would enable us to remember well, uh, and then we're going to sing, and then we'll have a time of sharing. So Father, we thank you for 2019. We thank you that you have been with us in every moment. The good times and the hard times, Lord, you have been with us in every moment. There's much that you've brought us through this year. And so Father, I pray that as we, as we sing in a moment's time, that by your spirit, you, you just highlight things to us that even just that you would say, you know, in that moment, I was there. In that moment, I was there. Just bring to mind testimony of what you've brought us through this year. And Father, we thank you that you show up in miraculous ways. And so, Father, I pray that you'd open our eyes to see the miraculous things you've done in our lives this year. And, Father, you are a fulfiller of promises You know the plans you have for our life. And and so, Father, I pray that you give us some, some clarity or understanding about what we've entered into or what we're about to enter into, what promised land you're leading us into in 2020. And so, Father, I pray that this time we're about to enter into would be a rich time of remembering this year well. In Jesus' name, amen.